Hello there. I'm Brian. And I'm Brian. And this is another episode of Brian versus Brian, episode 27. The little things. You know them, didn't you? Then you had that one little feeling. But you waved it away. You should have listened to that one little feeling. Just like I'm listening to you now. You can talk to me. I'm all a friend you got. You're not exactly a department favorite. Things probably changed a lot since you left. You still gotta catch him, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not that much has changed then, right? <laughs> I can assure you all we are taking a 24-7 all-hands-on-deck approach to these cases. Guy's a shark. If he stops, he dies. He likes to drive. Probably has a decent car, maybe two. High mileage. Today we're talking about the uh, limited theater and HBO Max release of The Little Things, starring Denzel Washington, uh, Ram Remy Ramy Remy Malik. Yeah, Remy Malik, and uh, Jared Leto. Three Academy so, Award winners. It even says so on the poster behind you. Yeah, three moon masters in one movie. What are the odds? <laughs> what are the odds? So, uh, let's get into it. Yeah, three Academy Award winners. Uh, who knows why? Could have made this movie with anybody. I feel like it's pretty, uh, pretty generic. We'll get into it. You know what this reminded me of? Uh, oh, first of all, who is this? Came out this year, but it's directed by uh, the guy who did Founder. I like that movie. That John Lee Hancock. Yeah, written and, and directed. The, and The Blind Side. I've never seen The Blind yeah. Side, but people seem, seem to be a crowd pleaser. It's okay, yeah. So, wrote and directed this. I heard he had this script for a long time, finally got it made. For 20 years, since the 90s, and it feels like it. <laughs> well, it's, uh, I mean, it's pretty generic yeah you could write this script well it might have been pretty it might have been pretty uh innovative in the 90s with this ending you know there wasn't a lot of that kind of stuff going on uh it's kind of a twist ending um definitely not so much now we've got a lot of twist endings all the time sure it's like you it's like you got to twist your twist to get it twisty enough yeah for, for it to twist me okay <laughs> <laughs> uh but you know what I thought? I, I enjoyed this movie, watching it. Uh, first, small. Here, I want to. I'll read the uh, the plot synopsis on IMDb. It's a really short synopsis. We're gonna have to add to it, but here it says: uh, Kern County Deputy Sheriff Joe Deacon is sent to Los Angeles for what should have been a quick evidence gathering assignment. Instead, he becomes embroiled in the search for a serial killer who is terrorizing the city. The little things. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he gets sent on this little mission to this town, and he's like a former um, homicide detective, but we don't know why he's not anymore at the time. And he meets up with this other homicide detective, uh, played by Malik, uh, kind of starts helping him with his case, and we start to see, oh, big, big surprise. Denzel's a savant. Denzel's a good cop. Oh, shit. I've never seen this in a movie. Mm -hmm. 
And then uh, he starts helping him with the case and coming up with little things that Malik never thought of. And he throws out the, the titular line. It's the little things that get you caught. Mm-hmm. And then uh, so along the way, they kind of find a suspect, Jared Leto, super creepy guy. Uh, and, the, you know, everything starts pointing to him. And then we got kind of a twist ending and we some things are revealed about both Denzel's character Deacon and uh, Jared Leto's character. We'll talk about that maybe more in a little bit. So we'll have the beginning kind of spoiler free and we'll get into that. Sure. And that's kind of uh, the plot. Uh, yeah. Pretty, pretty crazy. Denzel in a cop movie. I know um, Denzel as a murderer investigator of blew my mind stretching the chops <laughs> there. This just reminded me of every like Denzel movie I've ever seen. It's like, yeah. It's like, damn, this is like Denzel. This movie, I wouldn't say it's bad. I think I can, I can point to so many movies that are worse. Um, I just think that this movie is so middle of the road. Um, I was not, you know, I was not into this movie at all. Like I thought it was kind of meandering, kind of boring. Like even the, like, if you're going to have a movie like this, you need to have uh, an engrossing case that the detectives are following. I didn't think that, anything that they were solving or trying to solve was anything particularly interesting or new. Um, and I think the best things I could really say about this movie is I liked um, Leto's performance. I think anytime he's on screen, it's, it's really captivating. Yeah. That was your, that was the part you liked, huh? Yeah. And then I also think the ending is interesting, but again, it, it doesn't really amount to anything. So I don't know. I kind of looked at Sarah I and mean, Sarah didn't like it either, but we looked at each other like, what the fuck was the point of this movie? Like, why was this made? Like this movie has been on the shelf for 20 years. <laughs> so I was like, why are you making this now? And it kind of felt like, you know, in 97, um, David Fincher's seven comes out, which is this movie is, you know, unabashedly kind of copying a little bit. And it feels like this script was written after seven, you know, like, Seven made a shit ton of money. It was very popular. So obviously producers and studios are smoking their cigars, drinking their whiskey and be like, huh, we need another seven. So it feels like they just hired some guy to write a seven ripoff so they can make more money. And then this is just one of them because it does feel like seven a lot. Um, What's in the box? What's in the box? Like it even it's even has an old um, cop who's you know on the outs with a new cop who looks up to him and it all they're all both trying to solve a crime and it all culminates to a oh i guess i can't explain the the last act of this movie but uh, yeah they're very similar the last acts of seven and this movie were very similar so i don't know man like i think denzel was fine he's playing cop denzel that he's done a million times before i think rami malik was insanely miscast i think like <laughs> the first time I saw him, I think I was like, this guy's a weirdo and he's probably going to be the murderer. And that shouldn't be the first thing you think about when the protagonist is supposed to be the cop that's supposed to be solving this mystery that I, as a viewer, I'm like, this guy is probably going to be a murderer. Um, I don't know. He was just off. I don't know if you felt the same way, but he felt stiff and monotone. Hey, hey, Deacon. I don't know. His performance was really rough, which sucks because I like him a lot. Mr. Robot. I think uh, his performance, Mr. Robot, is fantastic. Um, but I just think he's miscast in this in this you know detective role. I I liked him in this. Really? I thought he, I thought he played a good uh, straight cop by the book cop. 
which is important for uh, the ending, I think, to set up that he's pretty by the book and he's always been straight. So it was, it's kind of a turn. Um, I mean, I don't think it was amazing. I didn't think that he showed he's an Academy Award winner in this role at all. But I thought he, I, I enjoyed his performance. I, this is something about him, I think, not so much this movie or this performance, you know, that I was kind of like, I just want to watch what he's going to do. So I enjoyed him. I, I think Denzel was the, uh, was the breakout character in this movie, mm-hmm. even though it's pretty similar to what Denzel's done in the past. I just, uh, uh, you know, what? when he first started his career, he's the cop, right? He's the young, smart cop. And now that he's older, he's getting cast as the older, uh, rough cop who's had it hard and now he's needs redemption and i think he's pretty good at that role yeah uh he's done it a lot but i think he's pretty good at it and uh and i thought the like you said the murders i thought they were interesting kind of uh especially when they go into the past stuff where like the girls are on the rock they keep going back to like blair witch fucking coffin rock style like that was way more interesting than like the new crime scene they, they they're doing um and I wanted, I thought the throwaway performance was Jared Leto. I thought he just felt completely out of place in this movie. Like, oh, I, he's a weirdo. He's got long hair and a beard. Oh, my God. What a fucking murderer. And I thought it was super strange that, did you notice every fucking scene he's in, he's always wearing his, like, uniform? Yeah, that was kind of weird. I, like, I every scene. And the, and the days change. Mm-hmm. In the movie, I'm like, everyone's wearing different. Why is he always wearing his fucking uniform? I don't. It's <laughs> like, what the fuck? Out, it's like it's like they gave Jared Leto a costume. It's like this is the character, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's just always in it. It's like a Halloween costume, <laughs> you know. I'm the creepy guy. Yeah. You know, I got the sweaty uniform I have to wear every scene with a fake gut and a limp. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking. And it's like he's it's like, give me a milkshake. Yeah. Like I want my character to have a milkshake. I think, yeah. What I I liked about his performance, though, is that I feel like Remy and Denzel, their first section of the movie is so fucking boring. Like, I'm sorry, I was not involved in the movie whatsoever. But the moment Leto comes on screen, he's so weird and out there that he kind of brings a little energy into the movie. We're like, huh, who the fuck is this guy? This is kind of fun. I don't know what the hell he's doing (laughs) or why he's wearing the same uniform, but he's still fun. And I think that that's kind of why I liked him because everything else was kind of boring up to that. Yeah, I thought it was. I just thought it was a strange. I didn't think it was terrible. I didn't think it was very good. Um, yeah. I just thought that's a weird role to put him in when it's a pretty small role uh, in the movie, and um, I feel like that's a throwaway. That could have been anybody. You know what I mean? Sure. That didn't. That certainly didn't have to be Jared Leto. That could have been just. It could have been just Denzel, uh, Malik, and then a rando as the creepy guy. So. It just didn't make much sense to me. I think Leto gravitates towards these weird ass roles now. He's like, "Ooh, the creepy guy that's not in the movie that much. That one's mine." Yeah. And uh, so it just—it was just strange to me. Pretty small role. Uh, I didn't find it to be, you know, in the trailers. You're like, "Oh fuck, this guy's this." It's almost like you think this movies are—they're all. Uh, it's like the bone collector or something. They all got to take down or saw. They got to take down this criminal genius who is Leto, and he's always so creepy. 
Sure. Then you then you watch the movie and he's like, it's none of that. He's no criminal genius. He's not that creepy. Uh, yeah. So I was just kind of a little off putting. I don't know if I he's off putting. I don't know if I call him creepy, but I, I mean, he's a little weird. Yeah, he keeps pictures in a hole in the ground, but, <laughs> <laughs> but hey, whatever. He gets a boner when he, he gets looks a boner at dead, with dead, yeah. dead people. <laughs> but, but other than that, he's a really swell guy. But, you know, who's the creep? The guy who gets the boner or the guy who runs up on him and grabs it? You know? <laughs> who, who's, who's, the, who's the judge and the jury here? <laughs> Where do you get off calling me a creep and you just grab my boner? <laughs> it's none of your business where I got it. <laughs> oh, shit. But uh, yeah. So I I enjoyed the beginning. I I, I admit it's a slow burn. I, I felt it. I was like, man, this is kind of slow. But I thought in the beginning, it was leading into a, a much better movie. The way I felt. So I was like ready. I was like, okay, I can deal with this. And then as as it ended, I was like, oh, it's over. It's like okay, yeah. that's slow ending wasn't or the slow beginning didn't pay off as much as I thought it would. Uh, Agreed. Yeah. So I, I do think okay. the second half is stronger for sure. Yeah. And uh, so I enjoyed it. It was a fun uh, movie to watch while we're, you know, stuck at home and can't go to the yeah. theater. Uh, I didn't think it was amazing. I think obviously did not show that there's three Academy Award winners in it. Yeah, not, agreed. Yeah. I don't think this movie's getting nominated for anything. This is like what I like to call Sunday afternoon movies. You know, when you're sitting on the couch and you're scrolling through the channels, you're like, oh, what's this movie? The Little Things has Denzel Washington in it. And you just watch it and then you forget about it, you know, an hour later. It's just kind of a whatever, put it on. Like we've already touched on it, but this really just feels like an old, you remember those movies in like the late 90s with Morgan Freeman? There's a shit, there's like Kiss the Girls, Along Came the Spider. I think there's an, like High Crimes. This scene, or like even the Denzel stuff, like Fallen and the Bone Collector, like this just feels like this movie belongs in that era. And it just seems like why release it? And like this movie is just so blah, you know? Like, yeah, I can't wait to pick up this movie on VHS. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's probably got like a half blue and half red cassette tape. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, and it's just, I don't know, when when other movies are out there doing it better, like, especially david fincher like his whole filmography is the the thriller crime like fucking seven zodiac uh girl the dragon tattoo gone girl like all of those movies are far superior than this whatever whatever this is trying to do and so i just don't think it adds anything new to this genre you know like it's just kind of you know a movie yeah. we've seen before <clears throat> i i'm not as harsh on it because my immediate reaction and uh jesse's reaction was that we liked it mm -hmm. you know uh as time goes on a little further i realize it's probably not as good as uh it, i thought it was but i still liked it um i enjoyed it i think people should watch it it's worth a watch as a hbo uh you know free theater movie one of their you know warner brothers things or whatever the heck it is um if i if i had to give it a score i've seen the metacritic stuff i think it's a little low i don't agree with it. i think it's getting like 50s or something if i remember uh audience score mm -hmm. i'd probably i'd probably give this one like a, a, a probably low 
sevens. I think it's worth a watch. Definitely over uh, a five, like a, just an average movie. I, to me, like a five is a don't watch. A six is like a maybe. And once you get into the sevens, I think, yeah, watch it. It's worth one watch, at least. If you don't want to watch it again, uh, you know, that's it's probably stuck in the seven area. But yeah, I think it's worth a watch. I think you'll enjoy it. Popcorn free theater style movie it doesn't feel like a theater release to me really no maybe because it feels so dated like you said it feels like those older movies it feels like it's a denzel movie from like 19 or from like 2008 mm-hmm. and you're and you're watching it on on hbo because they they have movies you know what i mean sure. uh that's what it feels like but i enjoyed it uh i think people will enjoy it give it a shot uh it's not breaking new ground but as part of this deal, hey, we got another decent movie, another decent one to watch. <clears throat> so far, with this is the, is there another one? This is Wonder Woman. This and I, didn't they release another one? Mm, or maybe as, as far as the Warner Brothers slate, I don't. I think uh, Wonder Woman and this is it. Yeah, I think the other one's coming <clears throat> in March or the end of this month. I can't remember what it was. There's the Judah or uh, yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, that one's coming out uh, next week actually. Yeah, so so we've got two watchable movies that like definitely you're not going to be like god damn I totally wasted my time. So, I mean, that's a win. Like uh I enjoyed it. It was fun and uh, we can kind of talk about the twist ending, I think now. Everyone's left. Uh <laughs> <laughs> So uh so we can find out that the Denzel character uh while he was working on his murder, right? He accidentally killed someone. Kill like, the victim. Uh, yeah, the, there's two dead girls, and then he's he kind of hears something in the bushes. They're down under a bridge, so he's walking around. He's got his gun out, and somebody pops out, and he's like, oh, pow, shoots him. <laughs> <laughs> and it was the uh, it was the third victim who wasn't killed, just walking around, kind of half naked or you know, brawn panties and all bloody and stuff, and shoots her right in the damn chest. And uh, they end up covering it up. Like the coroner's like, yeah, she died of uh, stab wounds. Yeah, stab wounds. Yeah. <laughs> and they cover it up and you find that out. And then and then Malik, you know, is in that the desert with uh, Leto, who's just fucking with him, we find out. Leto's never killed anyone. It's just a fucking... Well, we don't know, but it's implied that he's not the killer. But technically, we, we still don't know. It kind of leaves it up to the audience to figure out or to find out, like... Or, or it's up to us to believe whether or not he was the actual murder or not. But the movie they, seems to think that it's not him. <clears throat> I think they make it pretty uh, implicit that it's not him. Mm-hmm. There was no physical evidence. Uh, I think I remember something about um, he physically wasn't. Or anyways, no, that wasn't right. He he he's a he's one of these crime guys. He. He'll, he'll go and turn himself in for a crime and study about yeah, the crime and didn't do it. He's like obsessed with I'm gonna say, and all that. I'm going to say it's pretty obvious he didn't do it. Motherfucker but, uh, watches a lot of Law and Order, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But he's pissing off Malik. He's just like talking shit, which is a kind of a strange thing. All of a sudden, he's just like this super asshole kind of talk shit guy before he wasn't like that before he was just throwing little quips and he knew that they didn't know enough to get him in trouble but now it's just like 
you're nothing you know he just starts yeah. rubbing him on rubbing on him it sounds like he was trying to do a little suicide by cop type of deal like he almost wanted him to kill him <clears throat> or, or he wanted him to just hurt him yeah you know so he can get him in trouble uh but yeah, anyways yeah. malik hits him with the shovel because uh, they're out there he's thinking he's gonna find the bodies he's gonna show him where the bodies are so he hits him with the shovel the dude dies i was like damn i just died I thought he was going to be hurt and he was going to have to like, do something. I was like, he's fucking dead. Mm-hmm. I've never hit anybody with a shovel, but <laughs> I was like, fuck is, is it that easy? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh shit, don't hit anyone with a shovel. All it takes is one time. Um, well, maybe so, hit him with the edge, not the flat. Yeah. That could probably then, fuck uh, up your dome. And then Denzel comes and he's immediately like, oh yeah, pick one of these holes. Pick one of these holes, brother. <laughs> We're burying him. And he's and he covers up the crime for him, like no questions asked, kind of thing. Just quickly. And that's when you start to find out this has happened to him. So we yeah, realize, yeah. oh, okay, this guy's good at killing people and <laughs> the corrupt motherfucker. Yeah, and then so there's this thing about a red beret, and then and that's what I think really sealed it for me is that Denzel uh or the Malik character has been searching for this girl who is one of the victims and she had a red beret when she got lost. And so Malik kind of still thinks he's the killer. And he's like, uh, you know, look for a red beret. Cause he's going to his house and mm-hmm. clean out his house. So there's no evidence. And obviously he doesn't find it, but he sends him one later on after the crimes and all this stuff. So Malik gets a package. You could tell he's like fucking changed like because he murders someone but then he opens yeah. the package and sees the red beret and you can tell he's like oh thank god it was okay he was the murderer mm-hmm. Every, I, I can i can live my life now but then he goes back to denzel and he's got the package of berets who he bought he just stuck a red one in there so he's like not only am i going to cover up this fucking crime i'm going to make this guy feel good about it yeah <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah you did it buddy you're a hero so <laughs> Yeah, it's a pretty fucked up ending. It's a pretty, I guess there's all this controversy about it. I've been reading. People are like, oh my God, cops covering up uh, uh, yeah. mur- murders. Our political climate right now with cops. I was like, who gives a shit? Yeah. It's a, fu- it's a fucking movie. It's a twist ending. Uh, I liked that ending. It was interesting. Definitely not where I thought this fucking movie was going. Yeah, I think that it is an interesting ending, and it's interesting that Leto... I mean, I guess maybe you and I have a different interpretation of Leto's, um, Leto's, you know, guilty or not. Um, I still think the movie kind of leaves it open-ended, but I do think that he was innocent. I don't think he killed... I think he was out there fucking... But, I mean, I'm sure someone out there on Reddit is probably making the case that he was the killer, and because of there's clue, the little things in the movie tell you that he is the killer type of deal. Um, But... As interesting as the ending is, again, I just at the end of the movie and when the credits roll on, Sarah and I are looking at each other like, what the fuck was the point of that movie? Like, there's no, there's, I don't know, like, I like movies with messages and like, and, and, and something to make me think, but this movie is just kind of like, there's a murder case, uh, somebody got killed, somebody covered it up, and roll credits. It's like, okay, <laughs> all right, whatever. Um, but yeah, it's, it was. I, I will agree that the the ending was pretty captivating. Like everything out in that in that desert was pretty captivating because you don't know what's gonna happen. You're like, is there bodies down there? Oh wait, he's clearly fucking with them because he can't he can't find where the bodies are. Yeah. Meanwhile, Denzel's coming up. Like, what's Denzel gonna do? So, I don't know, man. It was all right. 
Actually, before we, I don't know if we're wrapping up, but before I, I want to get this out there because it, it was like infuriating to me, but <clears throat> the editing in this movie was <clears throat> like one of the worst editing I've seen in a Hollywood film maybe ever. Um, there is a moment in the interrogation room where they interrogate Leto for the first time. And like, I normally, when I watch movies, whether in theater or at home, I normally don't talk unless I'm not, you know, unless the movie kind of sucks and, and I'm laughing about it kind of thing. And uh, Sarah is kind of the same. We kind of just were quiet when we watch movies. But that scene, I was verbally like shouting and like getting very fucking upset because the editing was so infuriating. Like normally in an interrogation room, you have like, you know, you probably have a master that you start with that shows the table and, and the, the geometry of the room, the, what the room looks like, right? And then the characters come in and then normally they sit at the table and they do back and forth editing, cross-cutting. You have one person at this side of the table and then the other person, and maybe you do like over the shoulder type stuff. But I, I implore people to go back after listening to me talk about this and go back and just fast forward to that scene and watch it because that scene is horrible in terms of editing. Like that scene jumps around like, oh, we're over here, we're over here. Oh, we're gonna watch it. Oh, we're gonna close up. Oh, now we're back and watch it. Oh, now, now we're behind the glass. Oh, now we're like, it cuts so like, it felt like I was watching an Oliver Stone movie from the 90s, like all that fast cutting. And I'm like, oh my God. Like it was driving me insane. And I've never seen anything like that in a movie. It was infuriating. So I, I and, and Sarah wasn't getting it because when I was freaking out during that scene. And so after the movie, I went back and I was kind of explaining to her and she's watching, she's like, turn it off. Yeah. <laughs> like, I totally get it. That was really annoying. So I, you should guys should go back and watch that scene because it's fucking awful. It's horrible, horrible editing. And it pissed me off beyond beyond this this fucking guy yeah francis for coppola over here <laughs> hey i'm saying that like, <laughs> if you have a movie that's uh that has competent editing i shouldn't have to think about it it shouldn't be a red flag but when your movie <sighs> has awful editing and i notice it like that's a problem yeah uh i was thinking maybe it was a uh stylistic choice to Probably wasn't. I don't know. I was going to say to show what. I mean, <laughs> I just chalk it up to it was just terrible edit. Maybe they didn't have the, the coverage they needed that they got on that day and they'd have to edit around not having coverage. So they're jumping around all over the room for no apparent reason. That's kind of how I chalked it up to. But it could be a stylist of choice. If it is, it didn't work for me, anyways. <laughs> so uh, I enjoyed it. 7.1. What are you going to do? I got to go five. I know you're saying five, it's not, but it's five. I don't think there's anything in this movie that is like, there's nothing I can recommend. Like there's nothing about this movie that I can recommend. Like sometimes in the middle of road movies, you can be like, Oh, Hey, you should, it's not a very good movie, but you should watch it because of this. Or like, maybe there's an aspect of this movie that is worth watching. I don't think there's anything in this movie from start to finish that is worth someone's time. In my opinion. I think there's just so many better movies that do this better. Like, if you haven't seen Gone Girl, go watch Gone Girl. Go watch Seven. Go watch Girl of Dragon Tattoo. Go watch movies that are far more worth your time than this middle-of-the-road crap. Yeah, there's always going to be a better movie. But we're reviewing this movie. And this movie <laughs> and this movie is new. And, and people might be interested because it just came out. And so, for on its own legs, on its own merit, I say it's okay. You say, I don't even know what a five would be. Five, I don't think five's okay. So you're, you're pretty... Uh, five's like, yeah, it's a failing grade. It's, you know, 50, 50%, you know? Yeah. And I gave it a C-minus. Low, <laughs> low seven. Five versus 7.1. 7.1. 7.1.
So take that as you will, guys. Uh, go check it out. Let us know what you think. I think from uh, the, the the Facebook group, it sounds like a couple people liked it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And we're interested in this. And so sorry, sorry, Brian, I had to disappoint you like always. It's <laughs> my job. <laughs> my and, job is to disappoint. And, and come at you like the critic once again. It stinks. <laughs> I hated it. It thumbs down. <laughs> I wish I could watch this movie twice to hate it again. <laughs> he's uh, like, you should. He's like, you should buy two copies of this Blu-ray and throw them both away. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, so he's a, he's notoriously a little harsher on on things, except shitty Star Wars movies. So, shit, y'all should know that. <laughs> no, I re I respect that five okay yeah that's why we're here i mean we were this is why it's yeah. versus sometimes yeah. you know sometimes we agree i think most of the time we agree but every now and again you know sometimes yeah things work for me and they don't work for you and sometimes it's the other way around yeah one of us is always going to be wrong let's <laughs> just okay. let's figure How out dare who you? It, let's How figure dare out you? let's figure out who it is <laughs> the ball's <laughs> on you sir <laughs> figure out who it is this week <laughs> so uh one Brian is correct. It's up to you to determine which one. <laughs> Watch the movie and figure it out. They're, they're, um, our fans are the scorecards after the fucking round. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I th definitely I thought it was worth a watch. I mean, as a new movie, you know, new performances, uh, we're not getting many of them nowadays. So, uh, yeah, I kind of liked it. You kind of didn't. So that's, that's where we are. Yeah. That is uh, the little things, uh, but man, I really like this HBO stuff for what we're doing. It's really awesome to be able to watch a like a brand new movie and then instantly go, kind of review it and talk about it. That's pretty cool. Can't wait till some of these other ones come out. Some of these more yeah. big hitters, like fucking. Can't hopefully, we got Godzilla and yeah. King Kong next month. We got Snyder Cut next month. Uh, maybe yeah, a Judas movie is worth watching next week. I don't know, but yeah. yeah. Um, it's gonna be, I, it's gonna be. I am liking uh, HBO, but I think it's because I subscribe to HBO. Um, there's a lot of movies on Amazon right now that are really popular that I really want to watch, but I don't. I don't pay for Amazon, so it's like fuck, and it's kind of frustrating because they don't. They don't allow their their original content to be rented. Because um, sometimes I'll rent movies if like, you know. If yeah, you better. Channel, but you better do a free trial, man, because we're gonna have yeah. to do coming to America. Is that Amazon? Oh yeah, that's Amazon uh, exclusive. And you seen the trailers? They look pretty funny. Uh, I don't watch trailers. <laughs> yeah, well, I think it might be worth a trailer since it's 35 years in the making. Uh, yeah, it's a pretty look pretty funny. It could be a. It looks like it's gonna be good. Yeah, hmm. uh, you got Eddie Murphy and uh, what's his name, Arsenio Hall doing a bunch of characters again. And oh, that's yeah, fun. yeah. That's and so cool. they're sh they're showing a, a bunch of the characters that they're doing, and yeah, it looks funny, man. Nice. Looks good. So I, I yeah. definitely want to do that one. I'll have to figure out. I mean, yeah, maybe I'll just suck it up and pay for it. Because um, there's another movie on Amazon, or two movies on Amazon. One's called The Sound of Metal, which I think is about a drummer who loses his hearing. And then the other one is called One Night in Miami, which is really popular right now. But I think it's like a, a fictional uh, fictional movie about like Muhammad Ali, Malcolm X. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. I think Sam Cooke. They all just go out on the town for a night. I thought that was kind of interesting. Um uh, interesting plot for a movie that I really want to watch. But again, it's all on fucking Amazon. Anyways, yeah. But this HBO stuff, I'm glad. I'm glad we're getting some of this stuff since theaters yeah. are not open. This is going to be fun, man. Yeah. Uh, uh, I can't wait for the big hitters like Mortal Kombat, hopefully The Matrix. There's been some controversy on that. Um, yeah, that and Dune. Yeah. Yeah, and Dune. Yeah. We'll see if that happens. 
uh yeah so there you got it little cool. things episode 27 thanks for joining us go enjoy that super bowl uh oh who you, you got watching that super- yeah i'm gonna watch yeah. the super bowl mother are you doing a, are you doing a spread <laughs> or are you just watching it i'm just watching it man just watching it I, I, the only thing i spread my cheeks for is fucking playgirl <laughs> as a mike as mike honcho <laughs> i did a full spread man i mean it spread my butt naked and over here <laughs> but uh who you got who you thinking i don't know if i'm gonna watch it but i guess i'll go kansas city okay see i'm going bucks yeah i just don't like back-to-back super bowl winners you know i'll always brady has kinda... like eight rings or whatever yeah i know like... yeah i know and you typically, if it was like the Patriots and Brady, I'd probably say no. Yeah. But I like the, the the story of leaving a team historically, knowing not knowing if he's going to be able to do it without his team, and then yeah. taking a team that sucked to the Super Bowl and winning it. So I like that story. That's pretty incredible, right? I mean, people shit on um, Brady. Uh, I don't really have an opinion one way or another. I don't really watch him unless they're playing Seahawks. But uh it's pretty incredible. He left a team, like you're saying, and led that this new team into the Super Bowl. It's pretty and, pretty crazy stuff. And winning a ring at I think he's 43 now. Mm-hmm. Winning a ring at 42 or 43, I think that just will cement his status as the goat. And maybe it will convince him he could be done one more ring, and then finally maybe we'll finally be done with Brady in the yeah. NFL. Maybe he'll walk away. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just don't like back to back and Mahomes. Is- I don't know. Something about him is like a little stupid haircut. I'm not a big fan of Mahomes. <laughs> you don't the like him with haircut. You fucking idiot. All these stupid kids, haircut. all these kids walking around, all these kids walking around with those weird ass haircuts. I'm like, oh, fucking kids. <laughs> What's up with that? That that weird haircut. And have you seen these kids with the new bowl cuts? No. Like it's a it's like a bowl cut fade. It's like what? a short ass bowl cut, and then it's got like. The sides are like faded, you know, like a fade, but then it's got a bowl cut shroom thing on top. I'm like, do you all think this looks good? Like the girls like this? Like, God, it's <laughs> ugly. like the ugliest fucking haircut. It's like worse than a normal bowl cut, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just old. I don't like these young whippersnappers winning. <laughs> Quit winning all the Super Bowls. Let the old men have one. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's mostly just I don't like, you know, I didn't like it when the Patriots were there all the time. I don't like it when one team, I don't want you to win back to back. I like a different winner every year. So that's, and this, I, I like rooting for stories. And sure. so the story, the story of him bringing a different team at his age versus the, the story of a back to back, I'll choose the, the old man story. Sure. That's, that's pretty much my only reasoning. I really don't care for either team that much. Yeah. Right there with you. So yeah, go enjoy the Super Bowl. Uh, Take her easy. Thanks for joining us. Let us know your thoughts on uh, the movie and maybe any movies you want us to do or video games you want us to do. Uh, and we'll take that into consideration. There's lots of content, so sometimes it's hard to pinpoint what we want to do next. Sure. Yeah. All right. We love it. Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, thanks, Brian. Thank you all. Uh, see you later. Have a good one. Happy Sunday. Take care. Happy Sunday. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody.